0: Love,
1: Talk Radio Staring out into the
2: night
1: Trying to hide the pain Hello, 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 this is Colin coming to you live from Hermosa Beach, California. This is HTG Body Talk, and I'm the HTG Diet Coach, and I'm so glad to have you guys on the line today. It looks like we are lit up today, uh, which is awesome. Oh, very exciting. I was hoping that the, probably the majority of our callers today are, are, are members of our 40-day challenge, um, which has been very cool uh, for a first time, just for an idea that came to fruition. I think it's very cool. And I think you guys are just amazing um, on all of the hard work you're putting in to transform yourselves into beautiful people that you already are, just uh, the images that you like. Like I said, it's not the images that I like. It's not about me. It's about you. This is your journey. I'm just here to help any way I can. So I decided to do a you know, kind of missing my radio show here for weeks now. I had technical problems and blackouts and then just actually just didn't have enough time in the day to really kind of sit down and, and do this. But I figured that I wanted to touch all the senses as we go through this uh, program together and this uh, this uh, 48 challenge together and do the emails and videos and about the radio show and actually having some live Q and A and talking to people and getting hearing their feedback is another way of touching the sense and senses and getting the message uh, through another another sense. Um, sometimes you know videos you know land on people a certain way and emails land on people a certain way. Um, I think sometimes just talking to people lands on a certain way. And uh, so really today's um, coaching call is going to be recapping what this week will look like. Even though we're at Hump Day, we're halfway through the week. Um, but also kind of just a touch of basis to touch base to make sure everybody's moving in the right direction, see if I can give you some tips on, on how to eliminate uh, some premature stalling along the way. And also talk about, you know, the emotional mindset that that's in usually around week two. I think I did a video about that earlier in the week. Some of you, I hope you guys saw it, uh, talking about, you know, our relationship that we form with our scale but, but most importantly, I want to talk about just the the that little trigger that weird thing that seems to happen to us when things start going our way, when we finally start seeing that things are possible. It's just kind of interesting how suddenly um, our subconscious mind starts talking to us, and we start you know doing little things to sabotage us along the way, or little things taking a little bit of risks with uh, certain foods, and if you get away with it, try a little bit longer until all of a sudden, you know, lo and behold, you get stung. <laughs> by either getting a weight gain or a weight stall. And it's just, it's just you know, the human nature. And, and, and I know about it because I did it myself. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's that one of those things that you kind of go, wow, this is actually happening. I've actually actually found something that's going to work for me, that is working for me. And all of a sudden the subconscious mind sets in and goes, okay, well, this this means a whole level of, different level of responsibility. I um, Guess what? I'm finally going to be seen in the world. I'm not going to be able to hide behind my discomfort or my obesity or my shame or whatever it is that uh, we we pack along that what we what we identify our, our weight with. And all of a sudden we start you know feeling uncomfortable about it, uncomfortable uncomfortable about that potential success, that fear of success, and we start sabotaging. So I wanted to talk about that, put it out on the table. Let's bring it to the forefront. Let's not ha- let it hide in the little closet and be our dirty little secret, but let's talk about it because really the goal was about for the next you know 40 days, well, now we're, we've been in it for 10 days now, um, for the next 30 days to really push ourselves beyond our own comfort zone, push ourselves to do things that we probably would not normally do, um, take on a different behavioral mindset that we may not previously have, have used uh, to our advantage to really get the most out of this, because once you're in this protocol, once you're doing you know, you can always do it again, but the second and third time is never like the first time. The first time is where you really have the highest level of enthusiasm and the highest level of commitment to get this done. And and what I mean by that is that when you will, you will those of you who, have, who, who may have other cycles to, to, um, to do will notice it, and I've had, thousands of feedback about this not not only my personal experience but once you know that you find something that's got the weight off once you've gotten off a good chunk of weight and you're feeling pretty good and confident about yourself the second time you go about this protocol it's a lot more challenging because now psychologically the fear is not there as as bad as it was before you kind of know what you can get away with you know that you can fix the problem you know that that you can lose the weight, so now it's not as pressing, it's not as scary. If it's going to work for me or not, is it going to, you know, is it possible or not? And it gets, and, and people find themselves really, really keep um, the biggest challenge is actually just staying on point and not doing the, uh, you know, lose five pounds, gain three, lose ten pounds, gain four, throughout the protocol. So this is a this huge opportunity for you to get as much weight off as, and reshape your body as much as po- possible. Get as healthy as you can um, because the next time around may not be as easy. When I say as easy, <laughs> um, I mean simply that, uh, you know, right now you're kind of going through the motions. You're kind of put, you're following the directions and putting, putting your table together. Like I say, you just like these examples. You buy a ta- table from Ikea and you get the instructions, and you know that you've got to have a table at the end of the, at the end of your, at all those pieces are put together, and you don't throw the, the directions away and just start screwing things together because in most cases you're going to put something on backwards or put a screw in the wrong place and have to take it back apart. So most people follow the directions and they end up building a table, and, and sometimes you have a couple screws left over, but basic foundation of the table is there. Right now you guys are following the instructions, and even those of you who may have done previous um, Cycles, you're following a new protocol, which you should be, and it's a little bit different. It's it's requiring you to do different things. It's, it's it's kind of changed up the menu a little bit, changed up the portions a little bit. So you kind of have to be present and pay attention, and that is helping you reach your goal because it's not doing the same thing over um, like you did before on automatic pilot. So I wanted to bring these conversations to the forefront and really kind of get you guys thinking about it as you as you move. Do this journey, and really want to, um, you know, you know, press home how important it is for you really to take to commit to yourself to doing as much as you can to get yourself active and mobile and follow the protocol and stay true to yourself. Because you're, I mean, it's it's all about are you worth it or not? And it, each and every one of you are absolutely worth it. And that's really the question that we need to not only answer but believe. That it's this protocol, and you're sticking to it, and you're following it um, to the letter, and you're pushing yourself, you know, to walk further or to exercise more or to actually do the, you know, the challenging, uh, uh, high-intensity interval training workouts that we put out there um, for you guys. You got the book, um, pushing yourself to do that, and even though it doesn't feel comfortable, and some days you may not feel like it, but actually stepping up and doing it is really, really um, telling yourself that you are worth getting um, what you what you want to get out of this pro, out of this protocol out of this round, and what's been really cool to read from a lot of you that feedback that you for the first time you're actually identifying with that you're actually saying you know what? I'm doing this for me this is it's about time I get a little bit selfish and I take care of myself and I and I actually love myself enough to to get the weight off or to get healthy or to get off the pills or, or the, you know, the prescription or whatever the case may be, whatever your major, major why is or your big why a big motivation. So a couple of things we're going to talk about today is pretty much what I just talked about, about pushing yourself to do what you need to you know, go further. So what that looks like, and I said in one of my emails I sent you out earlier in the week, that if you are doing cardio, um, preferably on an empty stomach in the morning for those of you who have the ability to do that. I know a lot of people in the workforce may not have the ability to get up and run to the gym at 5 o'clock in the morning or go outside and, and walk because of the inclement weather weather across the country. Um, but even if, it's like I said, even if you have a three-bedroom house or a three-story house with stairs to a basement or a three-story stairs and you run up and running up and down the stairs and getting your heart rate you know, 10, 20 times in the morning, um, and that's something you can do a little bit extra. If you're walking, then walk an extra five or ten minutes. If you're doing the uh, high-intensity interval training workout and you've made it the first six minutes and that was tough for you and this is week two, then try to do one more set, one more round and make it to eight minutes. Or if you feel good and strong, then do the whole 12 minutes. I mean, do what you can. Don't defeat yourself. The point is that just an extra 30 seconds of holding that plank, you know, an extra 15 seconds Every time you do something a little bit more, doesn't matter how minuscule it is, you feel better about yourself. You feel that you know what you're taking control of your life, and this is really what it's all about. For I don't know how for how many years that I you know that I sat there going you know what I, I gotta get this weight off, right? I gotta get back in the gym, I gotta get back in shape, you know, and just kind of felt defeated all the time, and really just you know. Finally, had to whatever kicked me in the butt to go to the gym and start doing it. Once I started doing it, and I started kind of getting a routine, and I started feeling myself get stronger or, or I got a little bit leaner. You know, all of a sudden it was like, wow, I'm doing this for me and it feels good. And then all it would take is some, you know, major, you know, stress ball or some problem at work or you know, some injury or whatever to, to take me out of the gym, and all of a sudden I wouldn't go back again for you know six months to a year, and everything that I gained. Went back to mush. <laughs> um, and it's very defeating. So, where you're at right now, just by taking this challenge, I you know I've I know I said this to you guys in the emails a lot, but you really need to give yourself a whole lot of love for taking this challenge. Because I'm telling you that literally over 6,000 people have the opportunity to take the challenge. 140 of you originally signed up, there's about 20 of you that are still on the list, and there's really only a third of you, and those of you probably on this call right now, are actively um, participating and, 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 and putting yourself out there and taking this to the limit and really getting 110%. And that separates you from the crowd. That means that, that, that you're absolute leaders, you're special, you happen to have everything you need right now to get to your goal. And that is huge. And if you've never seen yourself in that light before, it's really important that you you, t- you stop and you take that in, because this is going to to um, uh, continue to, to transform your life beyond the beyond this point. You know, it's funny that you know I've been in in, in the sales industry, I was in the mortgage industry for twenty something years. I talk to people on the phone every day. I you know I counsel people. I you know trained my staff and all that kind of stuff, but really I did that in the in my comfort zone. You know, it was when people called me in my comfort zone or I had people in my office, that was my comfort zone, but outside of that, you know, I very rarely told people what I did unless they asked me. I very re- rarely, you know, picked up conversation um, and, and it was out there talking to me, and, and people would say, well, you have a pretty outgoing personality. Really, I, I was actually extremely introverted especially the more uncomfortable I got with how I looked and how I felt. And so the guy that's out here on the Internet and the guy doing videos and the guy talking on the radio here, the guy that's you know, that guy literally came to life once I shed 42 pounds. and And that opened up doors for me to be able to not only show my personality, to actually reach people and talk to people, but it's opened up all kinds of all kinds of amazing opportunities um, that really wouldn't really wouldn't be the case, I think, if I wasn't able to you know, kind of get away from that hiding behind my own self. You know, I i mentioned in my story that I live in this beautiful house by the beach, which the would bring, my wife and I moved to this, moved to, this moved to this area. We we live further away from the beach. We've got to get closer because kids don't want to carry their stuff up and down the street, that and the other thing. And, you know, been here now, this will be on our sixth year in this house. And for most of those, for four of those years, almost say three and a half of those years, I went to the beach two or three times. I definitely didn't go to the beach without my shirt on. And I pretty much made every excuse under the sun for my family to enjoy the beach without me because I was too uncomfortable and too embarrassed to to be to, to seen. And even though I didn't cognitively talk about it that way, it really was kind of what was going on with me internally. I, with family, I was very introverted, didn't really hang out with my neighbors, didn't do a lot of stuff. So when I say that, that this is going to open up doors for you is that, that we all, I would say safe to that we all tend to hide a little bit of ourselves when so we really don't feel comfortable um, with our outer image and our outer image may not fit our inner image. And many of you guys are really jovial, probably very very ex, you know, extroverted personalities, big personalities. Um, they probably could be huge personalities, but they're kind of tapered back because of, of how you feel outside of yourselves. And some of you are complete opposite, um, more introverted like I was, and, and you'll see a whole different personality. So there's a lot in stake um, for you to complete this challenge. It's not, not just about weight and just about height or anything else. I, and i got a hand up here, so I'm not sure if that's an accidental hand because sometimes I always worry about my audio check to make sure you can hear me. So uh, I'm going to open up one line real quick. And I hate to do this in the middle of a recording, but I'd hate to be talking to you for 30 minutes to find out you can't hear me. So um, area code 770, I'm going to open the line just to make sure you can hear me on a sound check. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can hear you.
1: All right. Here. Very good. Appreciate your Your hand's up, so I wasn't sure if it was because the audio problem. So, <laughs> um, but thank you. All right. So, so really, I just wanted to say, number one, I'm glad you're here. I appreciate you guys you know, being on the Facebook um, group page and chatting with each other and talking to each other and supporting each other. Um, I got to tell you, there's been some posts on there that literally have brought tears to my eyes, of people talking about their blood sugar and their blood pressure normalizing in such a short period of time. And um, I think it was... Um, Tom um, who has eleven kids eleven kids and twenty something grandkids and and that uh, his blood sugar and, you know, he's type two diabetes and have hypertension like me for years and he's seeing his blood pressure normalize and, and getting off his blood pressure pills and uh I mean there's just so many of you guys that are seeing losses that, that numbers that you have not seen in pre- previous rounds and, and still picking up two and a half pounds and two and a quarter pounds in a day ten days into this. Um, that stuff, you know, you don't even know how tickled I get. I mean, I had a hard time sleeping. I was up at five o'clock this morning, went to bed at twelve thirty, one o'clock last night, returning emails, reading posts, and just thinking about you guys and just thinking about what, what more can I bring to help you reach your goal because it's so exciting to know that you guys are going to experience and are experiencing hope um for the first time. And that really, really touches me. Um so Let's talk about some brass tacks, and then we're going to open up the lines to kind of hear from you guys and have you kind of share what's going on with you. But um, all right, one of the things I'm noticing, and and this was one of the one of the reasons why we, we wrote the book, because there was some what we found to be fundamental flaws in the original protocol, not having anything to do with Dr. Simeon and, and, and his protocol itself, but just times have changed and our food quality has changed. And and so, therefore, people are experiencing a lot of premature stalling. And uh, a lot of that is due to a protein deficiency um, in most cases, that the body is dropped slightly below the minimum protein requirement um, that it needs to not feel like if the alarm system goes off that it's in starvation mode. And so some of you could be following the protocol extremely strictly. And I I know that I asked that everyone follow the Body for Life protocol. Not everyone is, so I have to kind of, Assume that, you know, if this is happening, this could be one of the issues, even though our protocol kind of alleviates that problem by increasing the protein for the right amount of protein for each food group. I want to bring this out there for those of you that may just still, you know, want to feel nervous about trying something new. (laughs) Um, But protein deficiency is usually, I mean, actually, the number one cause for weight, weight stalls or weight gains is a dietary error. And I gotta tell you, one of the most favorite sections in Doctor Simeon's protocol that I've got the biggest kick out of was this section called "Liars and the Fools." And he's not meant to—he's not meant to insult anybody in any way. But they have, I have—I have had numerous conversations and emails with people that swear they're following the protocol to the letter until I dissect their daily menus and find out there's all kinds of things. <laughs> and usually one thing, usually more than usually more than one thing that, that they're eating in the diet that is throwing their body into a state of stalling. Um, so usually dietary errors, but the, we, what he mentioned by liars and fools is that the fact that some people lie to themselves to the point they really believe that they're following the protocol, they really believe that they're um, doing it to the letter, Yet they're stalling, or they've only lost, you know, literally three, four pounds in 10, 12 days, which makes absolutely no sense. And we find out that, that usually there's a dietary error. So it's reason why keeping a food journal, just like you keep your exercise journal and your water journal, a food journal is not only is it is absolutely crucial for you, but also it also helps me when you fall into trouble for me to to determine if in fact a dietary error is the cause for whatever the problem is. So by, you must write down exactly what you're eating um, and you don't have to write, the down, write down the portions because you're supposed to be measuring out those portions um, as you as you follow the protocol. But you want to write down what you're eating and you guys want to pay attention to your gains and losses depending on the combination of the foods that you're eating. Um, you may be eating all the right vegetables, all the right fruit, fruits. I know that some people said they were eating oranges, so I know that's not in my book, so Oranges absolutely caused me to stall. Um, it, seems to be, it seems to cause a lot of people to stall. So if you're eating oranges, throw them out. But I mean, don't throw them out, give them to the kids, but um, stop eating High in sugar, high in fructose, not good. Uh, not good for this stage anyway. But on point, that usually there's a dietary error that causes the stalling. I think if you're stalling you know, within 10 days of your protocol, it's usually because of a dietary error. Next it's going to be some sort of protein deficiency in your body. Is dropped below the minimum requirement of protein. Now, Dr. Simeon, the brilliance of this protocol is the fact that your body is, is, is just hovering above the minimum level of nutrients that your body needs in order for not to trigger the alarm that you're in starvation mode and to force your body to secrete or release your stored fat and have, your, have you feed off of that stored fat. If your calories are too high, your body is going to go after the food that you're taking in if your calories are too low it's going to try and pull all the nutrients from your stored fat but once it liquefies that or goes through that relatively quickly it stalls because it goes into starvation mode so what we' figured out that in the original protocol and then even the revised or re-released protocol from Kevin Trudeau, that the three three hundred or the hundred grams or three and a half grams hundred grams or three and a half ounces of Every protein choice that was on the list was not enough protein for each individual human being um, to stay above that protein deficiency. That not all proteins were created equal. That chicken has a higher content, uh, one of the highest contents of protein per pound, um, and it's just as beef does, but fish and seafood and, and shellfish, all of them have different levels of protein. Therefore, it would make sense you would need different portions in order for you to get the right amount of protein. So if you happen to be following the 100-gram or three and a half ounces of protein and you have hit a stall early in the game, the quickest fix you can do to that is to increase your protein intake um, to the protein chart that we recommend in our book. It's also on our website um, that you can download, or there's a link, hyperlink, you can actually open up on your browser and and print those out. So... This is one of the number two reasons for having a stall. And, you know, people, I want you to to know exactly what a stall is and exactly when you're supposed to do something about it because one of the things that really hurts my heart the most is when someone emails me and says, I've been at the same weight for six, seven days. Just know if you open... If you if you get on the scale day three and your weight is exactly the same. And just so we understand what a stall is, a stall is not you your weight slowing down so you're losing a quarter pound here or, or four ounces. That's the a loss is a loss is a loss. We're talking about you being at the same exact weight, with the same exact zeros or point whatever for three days in a row. And on that third morning it's, uh, that's your clear evidence that you, your body's going to stall, and you need to immediately do an Apple Day. Now, some of you guys have the confusion between Steak Day and Apple Day. Apple Day, I know there's been some protocols there to have a modified Steak Day, um, but just so you know, the Steak Day is your is your remedy for a weight gain in Phase Three. Apple Day is your remedy for a stall in phase two. And the reason why Apple Bayes are so effective because usually edema of some sort, which is either a protein edema, water edema, which means your body doesn't have enough water in it, it's just dehydrated, protein is sufficient. Um, bottom line is you need to, uh, it's holding on to water. Whenever your body finds itself into some sort of emergency state, it holds on to the number one thing that it's made up most of, and it's your body's made up most of water. And you can live without food for a very long period of time, but you cannot live without water. So the body instinctively will hold on to water as an emergency mechanism to make sure that you survive however long your drought is going to be. That's why water intake is so crucial on this diet. So the reason why an apple day is so effective because because apple, apples, Tend to strip the body of, of the excess water that's being stored in between the muscles and around the muscles and in the fat cells, um, and if you, that's why you're supposed to minimize your water intake and drop, you know, drop away from that gallon a day on that, on that particular wa- uh, apple day, and in, in most cases you'll see a correction um, of of break the breaking the uh, stall. Now some of you guys, you know, look for you know, all of a sudden looking for, you know, to drop two, three, four pounds on an apple day and that's really not what it's designed to do. It's literally just is meant to to unjar un unstick the scale, if you will. <laughs> to unjar the scale and and to basically get your body back into a to a state where it realizes that it, it can go ahead and function normally again. Um steak day on the other hand happened to be I d I don't still this day I still don't understand the, the reason why the steak day works so well other than the fact that it's fixing the protein edema issue. But I've 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 lost five, six, seven pounds on a steak day from having some you know overnight swell of two or three pounds, uh, and it just it happens it works every single time, so it's, been, it's pretty miraculous. But it will not solve your problem during a stall and unless and not as effectively as an Apple day. So so we're clear on stalling. If your body stalls you probably first want to look at what kind of dietary error did you have. What did you do differently on that day, which may simply mean you didn't drink enough water, speaking of, which I'm going to have some, You didn't have enough water during the day, and your body's saying, uh-oh, she's slowing down or he's slowing down in the water to let me hold on to some. And that could be a slight change. I mean, if you think about it. If you're coming out of the gate and you're all gung-ho on this diet, and, and you're um, drinking your gallon of water, you're drinking it, and all of a sudden you go, yeah, I'm not just tired of drinking water. I'm going to slow it down. As soon as your body feels a slowdown, as soon as you think you're, you feel thirsty, you're already dehydrated, which means that you're going to probably see that water weight gain on the scale or see a stall on the scale. So the things you want to stay consistent with is keeping your protein intake consistent and above the minimum requirements, keeping your water intake consistent, keeping your cardio and your exercise Consistent, which means that you're not going to overdo it one day and underdo it the next. You want to keep your your um, exercise moderately intense and and gradually increase the intensity over the next five weeks that we're doing this. Um, and if you do everything in moderation across the board and keep everything within its ranges, you'll have consistent weight loss. Stalls are not uh, inevitable; they they all are they're probable but they don't have to be inevitable if you guys really pay attention to these things. So one of the tips I'm going to give you about water intake, and it's the only reason I'm giving it to you because it's the only thing that really works for me. I could have a 12-ounce glass of water on my desk. I could sit here at my desk for hours on end, and by the fourth hour that same glass of water still would not be empty. So what I had to do is I had to literally set an alarm on my cell phone that every hour it goes off. Now, for me, I do a couple of things because I do my cardio in the morning, but because I I read a study, a very alarming study, about people like me and maybe some of you guys that work at a desk or sit at a computer all day or on the phone for eight hours a day, that two hours of solid exercise would not counteract the damage that you're doing to your cardiovascular system, your heart, um, for being sedentary for that long period of time. So, what I do is that every hour of the day, I go and get a drink of water, a glass of water, down an eight-ounce or six-ounce, That's more like an eight-ounce glass of water, a cup of water by my reverse osmosis thing on my sink, and then I go walk for five or ten minutes around my block, around my neighborhood, and come back to my desk. Walking ten minutes or five to ten minutes every hour um, breaks up the, the, the wakes well, up the cardiovascular system so it doesn't feel like I'm being sedentary for the eight hours and actually will, will lengthen my life. You yeah, know, here I did all this time and lost all this weight and got really healthy to live a longer life because both my parents had deceased from major heart attack and diabetes-related heart failure and kidney failure. But here I found out that I was, you know, reversing all that good work by my dad's helping people all day long. So one of the tricks I do to get the water intake in is to literally set an alarm as annoying as that alarm can be and it goes off in the middle of a conversation or in the middle of me concentrating on an email or in the middle of me setting up, you know, doing a website page or something. I have to stop. I have to get the discipline to stop and get up and go drink a glass of water and walk. So that's what helps me make sure that I get in 120 ounces of water a day and be consistent. If you guys can think of some other mechanism that's going to, I mean, some of you guys carry around a big gallon of water jug, and you make sure that that jug is empty by the end of the day, and that works for you. I have a hard time with that. Just for some reason, I just it doesn't work for me. So this works for me. So find something that will work for you, but make sure you get in the water. I'm telling you, if you get the water in alone, just that alone will make a huge difference in the numbers you're getting on, on your system, especially for you ladies. Um, you guys uh, you know, have a more difficult time. I you the world was I don't know, God was you guys fair, I guess, when he came, he gave you guys so many different assets and tools that we don't have, but on the other hand they come with you know, they come with say another counterpart to that. You, know, you guys hold on to water very differently and very and in a lot of different areas of your body and because of your your amazing mechanism, you guys can actually see fluctuations in weight on your scale on a daily basis just from water alone, um, just from holding on to water alone. So it's really crucial that you guys put you know, drink the water um, consistently to keep your numbers consistent. It's also extremely important that, you know, I, I'm not going to stress this enough that muscle mass and building muscle mass, we're not talking about bodybuilding muscle mass, I'm talking about tone lean muscle mass is the only way you to to permanently correct your metabolism for the rest of your life. You know, people think that because you're losing weight that you're actually not obese. You know, I just read uh, just a couple days ago that you know, the National um, I guess the National Obesity Association, I forget which association it was, but the one that basically determines what obesity is in America is. If you're 30%, if you have a 30% body fat or 30% BMI your body mass index that you're considered obese, well, just so you know, that if you build no muscle in your body and you lose weight, you still can be 30% body fat. There's a lot of skinny fat people walking around there that really, they may look thin, but they their muscle mass to, um, to body fat percentages are extremely high, and you're still at high risk for, for heart disease and diabetes and health problems. It doesn't, you don't have to look fat in order to be fat. That's why I, I pushed this working out, exercising, strength training, resistance training, using resistance bands, using body weight exercises, because the more lean body uh, uh, body mass you can build, you'll burn more fat, you'll reset your, your metabolism, and you'll be able to eat foods, um, different types of foods, some of the foods that we may not really want to put on your list of foods to eat, but you'll be able to eat them without having such an adverse Response. And it doesn't matter how old you are. You know, this thing about going gracefully into the night, I can tell you right now that I'm not going gracefully into the night. I actually never thought I'd be, you know, spouting off being proud to be turning 50. Uh, but 50 just it's just a number to me. I feel 35, and I will continue to do whatever I can to feel as young and as healthy as I can for as long as I can. And it doesn't matter how old I get, I still want to be strong. I want to be healthy. I want to be lean. And uh, it doesn't mean because you get older you need to just, you yeah, you can have, you know, I wouldn't say, you know, snow on the roof but still have fire in the furnace. Um, you know, I don't, I don't plan on going out like that. And nobody should settle for that. You don't have to. This is the only protocol that I've ever seen that literally turns back the hands of time, that literally can allow you to look younger, 10, 15 years younger, feel 10, 15 years younger, just by correcting the obesity disorder and correcting the metabolism and correcting your, your body's ability to function normally. The reason why you're carrying around with that right now is that it's not functioning normally and we are actually going to fix the problem. So I, I don't want to take up all the time because I really want to hear from you guys and, and, and open up the lines. And, and usually this is the time when I decide to do this. I should have probably made the show an hour and a half, but we um, have got 26 minutes left. I usually, I usually say the lines are open or, you, can, you know, yeah, I think you can press one on your, on your keyboard and put your hand up and, you know, the, you know that tells me you have something to say. Um and then all of a sudden everybody gets silent, you know, and all of a sudden it's like nobody wants to speak. It's the most, it's the most incredible thing. But, you know, what, guys, we're beyond that now, especially for those of you that are in the challenge. You called in to listen, but I hope you also called in to participate because this is about you. This is not about me. It's never about me. It's about you know, my only part in this whole thing is that I get the honor of just being here for you guys as a support system, hopefully give you some information that's helpful, and, uh, and I say my only price for admission is to pay it forward. That you already—I know you're already getting people to ask you, "What are you doing?" Oh my God, you're looking—you're you're dropping weight. What's going on? And I guess I say you know I say keep it—you know keep it to yourself unless the people that are asking you are, are completely open and want to hear what you have to say and not looking to find some some way to throw a jab at you or, or criticize you. But there, you know, it's going to get even worse or better. I think how you look at it, but people just how you to find out your secret because, you know, the weirdest thing about this protocol is that you can't see the change as much as everyone else can. And you're wondering why two, three, four days and there's people looking at you like, what are you doing? You look like you're losing some weight. You're like, well, how do you know I mean, I lost five or five pounds. I can't see it in the mirror. People who don't, people who see you from the extra, we don't, our optical particular doesn't change in the mirror. I didn't see my new physique until literally three, four weeks into it and it was almost done. And I was like, oh, wow, there it is. I couldn't see it. My neighbors, my friends, my family were like, "Do what are you doing?" And I was telling them, but they, I was like, "I don't see you talking about." It. I still my face still looks fat to me and this that and the other thing. Uh, and all of a sudden one day I woke up and I saw this guy and I was like, "Oh my God, who's that?" So um, just pay it forward when the time feels good for you. In the meantime, um, you guys are doing an amazing, amazing job. I'm, I, I, I'm, I've never been so proud of a group of people that I really don't even know, but just to see you here on the line shows your commitment, just to hear your emails, asking for help. You know, the hardest thing most people have have, or the hardest thing for them to do is to reach out and ask somebody for help, especially a stranger. And I just want you to know that that act of asking for help is probably the most courageous and craziest thing you can do um, because you're getting what you need. You're taking care of yourself and getting what you need. So with that said, we got 25 minutes, or 23 minutes left. I want to open the line. So for those of you that have, you know, just the, the rules are, please, be brief because the minutes go by really quick. Kind of say your name, say where you're coming from, where you're calling from. I always love to hear people from all over the country. And then also, if you have a question, ask a question. If you have to share, you know, share you know, real quick, um, real quick results or how you're doing. Or if you have a problem, put the question the problem, and I'll try and answer it without being so verbose, and uh, go on to the next call. So the best way for you to get uh, get yeah, get I mean, somebody opening up the lines, have people talking, that there's literally the lines are full, they're packed. Um, you have to um, put your hand up by pressing one, I believe, on your phone. Um, one or pound, I'm not sure, but I think you guys try it. Somebody push one and see what happens. Let's see if anything lit up. Alright, somebody hit pound. Nobody's doing it. What is it? first caller has your hand. Oh, see you. All right. See, somebody did that. Seven five seven and three one seven. So what you push? Oh, everybody's doing it now. There we go. So I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to open up the lines as, in, as in the order that, they, that they're coming up, and then, like I say, state your name, where you calling from, and then, real quickly, how you doing? Um, the first call is going to be three one seven five five seven is your prefix. You're on the air. Hello. Hey, 317-557. how you doing? Yes. Hello. Yeah. ahead.
0: Yeah, just uh, calling in on day ten, doing well, down ten pounds. Um, good question. Just is I'm uh, still craving uh, those sweets. Uh, can you do
1: the uh, chocolate delight in phase two? Can't do it. Well, can't. Well you said you no. Know, you can't do the chocolate delight, but you can do what we we. What Jamie, my wife Janie put together. Um, really, it's pure chocolate made out of um, cocoa and stevia and a little bit of coconut oil that she did for the ladies to have chocolate cravings during the, during that time of the month. You can make. Um, I think it's like 15, comes out to be 15 calories a square when you make it. Uh, the video is on the group site right now. You also can find it um, probably on my YouTube channel, but it is on the group site and the website. But you can make that chocolate and just nibble pieces of that. Just know, you know, calories to calories. If you're willing to put in the time on the cardio, on the treadmill, or walking and running, you can probably get away with a couple pieces of that chocolate and um, and be okay. Some people, I, you know, I got, you know, some people went crazy with the chocolate. I didn't get heated every day, and it was like, You know, um, come on, guys, use your common sense. But, yes, um, I would try that chocolate. It's pure chocolate. It's got no sugar in it. Um, It has got the calories, but you can get rid of the craving aspect of it and still stay on on protocol without without getting any stalls. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Next caller is on the air, 757, area code 537. Your prefix, you're on the air.
2: Hi, Colin. (laughs) Uh, This is Sherry from Virginia. Hey, Sherry. And my question. I'm on day five, and I am starving. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You're... I am just like I gotta get my hands on some food. I have to eat. What is going on? And then the fatigue is like completely draining me. I mean, I'm like flying home to take a nap and get in the bed. Okay. And, you know,
1: you're on. You're on injections or label? Injections. What's your dose? Um, 200 CC. 200. Okay. I mean, usually that's the, that's the magical dose for the for most everybody. But go to 25 tomorrow. Um, 250 or 25 on the needle. And also, okay. do you, uh, do, can you can you can articulate the difference between physical hunger and and psychological emotional hunger? Usually in the first week, people go through this. You know, it, it, and and it, usually it stems from how well you loaded during the load phase that you have this kind of hunger. So is this physical hunger? Where you literally just physically hungry, or are you just emotionally looking for some kind of fix? <laughs>
0: I'm probably just looking for a fix. All
1: right, that's usually usually the case. Yeah. Well, I'll but, try. Okay, yeah. I don't so want
2: you to white knuckle, as knuckle
1: through it. I'm sorry, Greg. I was going to say I don't want you to white knuckle through it. So increase your dose of ACG. At least we can make sure we're killing off any kind of hunger pain. real physical hunger pains. Drink more water. Usually. Usually hunger is the first sign of, of thirst or dehydration. A lot of people don't know that. They think that I'm hungry, and, and instead of eating, they should be drinking. So usually when you're starting to feel hungry, it means you're, you're not taking enough water. You drink water, it usually will subside the hunger. And in the last case, you have to, you probably want to start breaking up your fruit or adding your, gra- your half a grapefruit in the morning and eat the half a grapefruit at night and add that extra grapefruit into your daily regimen. But it's my bet that you're probably just going through the withdrawal system Maybe you maybe needed to load a little bit better. Um and if this is more psychological than physical and it will pass. Um, probably by the weekend it will pass. Okay. Okay. definitely Um yeah, I
2: I'm I don't I don't have a scale, I don't have a you know, tape measure, I don't do all of that craziness. But, you know, I just have a pair of jeans that I want to get back into. So I'm using that as my barometer. <laughs>
1: Oh man, so, you gotta get a scale. You gotta get something. You gotta get something. You gotta have a scale or a tape measure. One of those two. You gotta measure inches or pounds. Otherwise, how do you know what you're doing?
2: Because be a recipe for
1: disaster. Just so you know. <laughs> All right, get a scale. Get a tape tape measure. You can get from the store. It's two bucks, and at least at least you can measure yourself. You can't get the scale, but you gotta you gotta have one or the other. Got to do it, bro.
2: All
1: deal, right, girl. thanks for your help. All right, bye. All right, three one four nine seven one. You're on the air.
2: Hi, Callie. My name is
0: Michelle from St. Louis, Missouri. Hey,
1: Michelle. How are you doing?
0: How are you? Great. I'm um, great. So I w- wanted to know a little bit about, you know, trying to incorporate a little bit of activity um, with my ACG diet. And um, I'm actually um, going back into um, round two of um, of um, the very low-calorie diet. So first time uh-huh. around I was pretty successful, was about 20-something pounds, but... This time I want to see if I can get as close to losing the forty pounds as possible. Even as a female, I know they usually say about half a pound a day, but I really want to try to maximize it and get about forty pounds this time
1: around. Yeah, some of these ladies, some of these ladies in our group, man, they're not pulling no half pound there; they're pulling a pound, pound and a half, two point something pounds. I mean, they're getting some crazy numbers. They're breaking the myth here, and 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 that part of that is because they are being very active, um, uh, especially with the with the exercise regimen. So, you know, but I'm used I'm, to you know,
0: Adding yoga or something. I mean, what can you give me
1: some suggestions for some activity I can add in? Yeah, well, yoga is a great exercise. It's it's very low impact, but you also need to get your heart rate up. Um, Obviously, I'm going to tell you that in our book we have a a, a six week video series of of a high intensity interval training workout. It's six minutes to twenty six minutes long. You only most people only do six minutes in the first week or week or two because their body just it's a whole new world. But the ladies are pulling some really crazy numbers doing these exercises, and I think it's really paying off on the ladies because they're not used to doing such an intense workout, and their muscles are really starting to respond. So obviously I'm going to tell you, I think that's the best best option because I see it works for everybody and it works extremely well. But if that's not an option you want to consider, then any kind of uh, high-intensity cardio along with your yoga. Yoga is great for low-impact strength training, um, but you want to do something. I don't know if you have a gym membership doing spin or or doing some high-intensity high, you know, high intensity step class at least once or twice a week. Something gets your heart rate up. We're up and down your stairs. And if you have, you have stairs in your house or your building at work, take the stairs, the, you know, something you've got to get your body moving. The only way to mobilize fat is to be active, and the only way it can get out of your body is through your urinary tract, your weight system, or your sweat glands. So s- your sweating is going to release more fat. Um, so uh, you got to do some cardio. Cardio is the king, and then obviously build it up in that. But yoga does that. So uh, my suggestion is that buy the book, it's cheap, and it's worth every penny. If not, do your yoga and do some sort of high-intensity cardio, at least three days well, a
0: week.
1: And just give me the name of the book again. I can barely hear you when you mention it. You can barely hear me? Uh, you, can go to our, you can go to my website. It's hgbodyforlife.com, uh, um, hgbodyforlife.com, or colinfwashty.com. There's a link to the book there. On the site. Okay. All right. Thank you, All right. Rachel. You're very welcome. All right, next caller, 214402, you're on the air. Oops, sorry. Now you're on the air. You there? 214402? Hello, hello. I can't hear you. Huh. Is it me or is it you? All right, let me try someone else. I can't hear you. Alright, seven seven zero three six nine. You're on the air?
0: Hey Colin, how are you?
1: It must be my audio then, because I'm I'm not hearing anybody. One second guys. Uh two one four four oh two, are you there? Hello. What is going on? I can't hear anybody. Can you guys hear me? Hello, guys. Okay, can't hear you. I'm gonna open up these some of these lines here. Somebody speak, 'cause I can't. I can't hear anybody. I don't know if you guys can hear me.
0: Hello.
1: Hi. Right, somebody. I can hear somebody now. So. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. What's your tel- What's your prefix? Seven seven zero three six. All
0: right. Yeah.
1: I can hear you. I can hear you. Go ahead.
0: Okay. <laughs> How are you?
1: I'm great.
0: How are you? I'm good. Um, I was just calling in because of course well, I sent you the email and you responded um pretty quickly. However, I am in the twelfth day, my twelfth day in of phase two and I just wanted to know as far as um I can't make it home every day to do your workouts perfectly uh, because they're saved my hard drive. So is there any other cardio that I can do like when I'm at work or or anything else that I can do to get my heart rate up if I'm not able to get to your workout and actually do the workout that I have on um, how to feel good in 26 That's
1: a great question. When you're at work, do you have the option of taking an elevator or stairs?
0: Yes, I actually take the stairs up um, when I'm on and off. Um, we actually do have a, a treadmill out in the gym, and like yesterday, I did 15 minutes um, on a, like a 3.5 incline. Um, wow. What I mean is, do I need to up it a little bit because I really, really want to get this off where my when my um, cycle is over. <laughs> yeah, you need to. Get, yeah, you need to take
1: it to 30 minutes. I'm telling you, that combination of the treadmill, 30 minutes, uh, incline of 3.2, 3.5 miles an hour, I mean, incline of 15%, the maximum incline you have, 15%, and 3.2 to 3.5 my, five miles an hour seems to burn a lot of fat, guys. I'm telling you, I pull 500, 550 calories. My wife would pull 400, 450 calories. Um, the goal is to get your body in negative calories for the day. So if you can pull 500 calories or 400 calories in uh, 30 minutes on the treadmill, you're taking in five to seven, depending on what days you're, you're working out or not. I mean, you're literally going to be only consuming a couple hundred calories a day. All, that, all your body's doing is burning fat. That's all it's got left is to burn fat. Ideally, doing cardio on an empty stomach, first thing in the morning, you're going to burn nothing but fat. When you're doing it in the evening or at lunch after you've eaten, it's basically going to burn the carbs. It's going to burn the sugar off the fruit and, and the vegetables first and then it's going to burn fat. But both are good. It's better than nothing. So absolutely, if you can get on that treadmill before you come home or during the day or during the morning, whatever whatever your time is for that, if you take it 30 minutes, um, you'll you'll get a lot of fat burning out of that.
0: Okay. So do you think it would be wise if I do the apple day tomorrow just to kick off since I've been stalling for this is like my third day?
1: Okay. Now, have you been stalling the same exact weight for three days?
0: Yes. The same
1: exact okay. Yes, yeah, and you Apple Day tomorrow. Okay. That was my all right.
0: Thanks so much. Okay. thank you so much.
1: All right. I wanna I wanna just come back real real quick to two one four four oh two. I don't know if your hands up accidental or you couldn't hear you, but do you do you have something you want to share? Hello? All right. Now, next caller, 520 area code 954 you're on the air? Oh, we're almost on the air. There you are. You're on the air now?
2: Hi, Colin. This is Leslie in Tucson. Hey, Leslie. Hi, how are you?
1: I'm great. What, Good. what do you have?
2: I have a question. <laughs> As you know, I was one of those people that was stalled a long time. Right. And it took me a while to get to the point where I was unstalled. And um, I found that I wasn't drinking enough water. I actually had to add a third liter of water um, to my daily routine in order to get unstalled, and that helped okay, so a lot. You,
1: that's good. That's good. So, were you taking in a gallon and had to add another third, another liter, or were you not taking a gallon?
2: I wasn't taking in a gallon.
1: Right. So okay, I, I had. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Thanks for thanks for telling people that. I mean that that's the deal, guys. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. I know this thing inside and out. I'm telling you, I know it. I live it. I breathe it. I coach doctors on how to put their practices together and how to do this protocol. I know what I'm talking about. I'm telling you that if you are stalling, it's because your protein's too low or your water's too low, and it's a quick fix. You don't need to panic. Just take the information in, shift, and you'll break through a and keep your weight loss going. So thanks so much for for reiterating that. Uh, I fully uh, totally appreciate that, Leslie. Let me move on. But, we got um, we got nine more,
2: wait, eight wait, more minutes
1: wait wait wait, 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 Yeah. I have a question. Go ahead.
2: Yes, Yes, ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I have uh 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 my daughter's having a birthday Friday, and then I have another daughter having a birthday in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have any tips? on how to join in on celebrations and still stick to the protocol?
1: Um, well there there is no easy way to do that. I mean bottom line I mean the simple answer is you gotta have to eat I would tell people eat before any kind of function you gotta go to so you're not sitting at the table salivating or hungry. Um if they're big events then what I what I recommend is doing a planned a planned stall in the, in the um, protocol literally stop your injection three days before the event. Um, try and try and maintain the, as close of a, a you know a proximity to the to the protocol as you can. If you want to have a piece of cake that day for birthday cake whatever it is, go ahead and have your indulgence, and then the very next day get back on protocol because you don't have the ACG in your system. Your body's not going to spike as dramatically with the calorie intake than it would with with it in your system. If uh, it's that important to you, like weddings or something that you got to go to, you just know that going through the whole day without eating is just going to be next to impossible. Um, but you know, my wife and I, we went to a, you know, a three-day Millionaire Mind seminar where people were eating and young and all kinds of crazy stuff, and we brought a little chicken breast and salad, and it was it was definitely torturous. But the fear of messing up was just way too high. So it's going to be a personal choice. I'm not going to scold you one way. I believe that you get whatever choices you make. Just take responsibility for them, live with the consequences, and move on. So my two advice, my advice would be either take a plan break three days prior to the event, indulge, go knock yourself out, and get back on protocol and deal with the consequences, or eat um, your normal foods. Make something that you can, you know. Obviously, your fruit. It's gonna. There's nothing really you can make comparable in phase two that's gonna that's gonna compare to a birthday cake. Uh, but, um, you know, you gotta. It's just a choice you're gonna have to make. A personal choice you're gonna have to make. So, really, there's no food tips around other than the chocolate. You can make the chocolate and indulge in the chocolate. At least you're not taking in sugar, which throws you off. Protocol, but you will need to offset the chocolate you're eating by your cardio intake. So what I would do is, so on days that we knew we were going to indulge in something that was, we're talking about our off protocol days, my wife and I will do our cardio, we'll run our four, five, six miles throughout the day, and then we'll have our indulgence later on that day because our bodies are already revved up, and metabolism is moving pretty quickly, so it kind of burns up those calories. So if you, if, if worst comes to worst, I think the best option would be to make my wife chocolate, make a nice little dish of it, and just eat your chocolate and be guilt and be guilt free about it.
2: Right. I could see in two weeks when I end my first um, my first round that I, I could probably do the um, chocolate in because I'll be in phase three. Um, oh, yeah, in phase but, three,
1: it's a, whole, it's a whole different ball game. But let me go ahead and pick these last two people because we got five minutes left, so I want to see if I can get to them. Okay, but thank you. So much. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. All right, uh, we have three more people in five more minutes, so I'm going to do my best to get to you. Oh, which one was it? now, please. Uh, 520, um, I think that's you, 520 nine five, nine, nine five That
0: was me. That was you, okay. Uh, next one's four zero You're on the air. Yeah, Colin, thank you guys so much for inspiring us, first of all. Um, the next thing I wanted to say was um, are there any recipes? I've seen some online and from some of the other tribe members, but I haven't seen anything for Swiss
1: chard. For charred? Mhm. Wow, that's a good question. Um, I know my wife does something with chard, but not. I mean, it's like not no special recipe for it. But you know, I give her a challenge. I say, you know, can you make some dish with chard? and she'll do it, and and she'll taste <laughs> it, if it tastes great, she'll, she'll she'll tell us about it. If it tastes horrible, she throws it away. So uh, let me see if I can let me see if we can spice up my way with char. But char is a great, great green vegetable to have. I know that for us, we kind of cook them like collard greens. You kind of cut the spine out the middle, and then we saute uh-huh. the leaves in butter. I mean, not butter, but saute in coconut oil and garlic and onions, and eat in that way. And that's I don't know if that's a recipe, but that's how we how we eat them. But um, I'll see what she says. She's usually the genius in the kitchen that comes up with something. Let me let me get back to you on that one.
0: Okay. Thanks a lot.
1: All email me that question so I know to res- respond to you with like what we come up with, okay?
0: Okay, thanks.
1: All uh, well, right, last, I think we're going to get to the last person here, and you're eight five zero. 850 I can see on the list, I mean, the list is long, but uh, you're on the air. Yeah, hey, Colin, hey, this is Charles from Hampton. Hey, man, day 11, uh, down 11 pounds. Hey, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread, man. Um, <laughs> this is really good. This protocol works. I'm following it. Uh, I'm not hungry. By a matter of fact, uh, today I didn't really have a desire to eat. Uh, I'm doing the sublingual. I went in and made myself eat some vegetables. So I really didn't want to add any meat. But then I'm listening to you talking about the protein uh, to make sure that you're getting that in. So I guess when I have days like that, would you suggest that I still try to take in a little protein? This morning I had uh, a couple of eggs, you know, the egg whites, and I yeah. did that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, guys. The protein is really, really crucial. And I, I have some big dudes. They, you know, they're starting off with some big, you know, big, weight numbers. And they'll email me or call me and call me. I really can't eat this food. Man, I'm not full. I'm hungry. I'm not hungry. And I, I mean, you gotta eat the protein, otherwise you're gonna, it's gonna blow up on you. So really, you know, um, just you don't feel hungry, but your body needs it. So you are going to have to like break it up and just eat it. Otherwise, you're going to stall out. But uh, you guys are doing great. I'm serious. You guys are really doing great. Uh, I only see a couple people that kind of got that, that original call. original thing I was talking about, the temptation to, to kind of, you know, stick your toe in the sabotage waters. But, you know, you're all doing great. Good numbers, buddy. And uh, yeah. But eat the food, man. Eat the protein. It's, it's crucial. Hey, for your success. hey, Colin, one, one last plug yeah. I'm going to make. A wulong tea that you recommended. recommending. It's great. I drank it all day. Oh long. yeah, man. I, every day, man. I'm telling you guys my my tea that I just love right now is uh is uh chai tea with green tea and oolong tea and because uh, I like I, I told myself I was gonna stop drinking coffee for a while. Mm. And uh I have the chai tea, the oolong tea and the green and the green tea, man. The chai tea t- tends to you know, tends to, you know, take over the the other flavors, which is kinda cool. But also you guys I don't know if you guys saw in my book yeah, there's one little cheat thing that I allow because I'm a coffee drink. I allow is that that, that Lucerne's fat-free, sugar-free creamer. That stuff, okay. man. There's vanilla vanilla creamer. That and the chai tea man is a bomb, diggity dig. And you can get the, try you, it. you only can get away get away with it if you guys are doing the cardio. If you're Doing your cardio, you can have that creamer. So that's a that's that's a treat for uh, you know stepping up and doing some cardio. So. Thanks, man, Charles. i got 30 seconds. I'm like, i got to sign off here. So I just want to tell you guys, I really appreciate you. Um, if I didn't get to you, you know, I apologize. But, you know, I just appreciate you being here. Um, keep doing what you're doing. The payoff is just going to be amazing. And regardless of who wins the trip or whatever, every one of you guys are going to be major winners because you're really, really – the biggest thing out of this whole thing is you finally – have found something that you know is going to work for you. So the fear of being obese for the rest of your life or the fear of being on those medications or prescription drugs for the rest of your life should be dissipating every day because it's the reality. I'm a living proof that 20 years of being on blood pressure 20 years, man, and I, I don't look at one of those anymore. i got 10 seconds, 7 seconds. I'm gone. So I love you guys. Thanks so much for being here. If you have a question I didn't get to, please email me, and I will do my best to, to get it back to you. And we will do another call next week to fit you guys in. I'll talk less. We'll let you guys talk more <laughs> on next week's call, or I may make the call a little bit longer. we got a lot of people show up today on the call. So peace and live life powerfully, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.